I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. So there's a lot of research out there that looks at the emotional impact in our negotiations. And I know that we've talked about emotions in the past on this podcast, but it is a really critical aspect. It's something that is always present. It's always there. Think about how you go through your typical day. Think about the things that happen. Think about the interactions that you have. And it can be something as simple as driving on the road and somebody gets a little too close to you in the lane, somebody tailgates you, or you go to get coffee or you go to the gym. Are the people there nice to you? Are the people pleasant or are the people negative? Um, I went to pick up a to-go food order a couple of nights ago, and there was a mistake with the order. And there are a couple of things that can happen in an emotional situation like that because nobody wants to stand there. Nobody wants to wait. You know, they, they you place the order for a specific pickup time. You get there. You want to pick it up at that time. Meanwhile, the people in the restaurant, they don't want me standing around up at the counter. It doesn't look good for them. They don't like it. So it's a tense situation. So there's a couple of ways that it can go. Either I can get upset with it or I can be pleasant. Either they can get upset with me or they can be pleasant. One of the individuals that I interacted with at the restaurant was incredibly pleasant and very helpful and talked to me in the way that I preferred to be talked to. Just very matter of fact, hey, you know what? We made a mistake. We're going to fix it. It's going to take you a few minutes. I'm really sorry, but we'll get it right for you. Another person kept telling me to sit down. Sir, could you please go sit down? Sir, could you please go, just go over there and we'll come and find you? <laughs> nah. And that impacts the interaction. And so I'm kind of basing this on something that I read from Harvard about emotional triggers and how it can impact your negotiation. And it's adapted from a research study uh, by Dr. Lerner, who's at the Harvard uh, Kennedy School of Government. Really, the focus here is about those triggers. It's about how does that trigger affect your interaction. If you're going into the negotiation, and the example that's given in this paper is you get rear-ended by a distracted driver as you're going into the negotiation. Obviously, that emotion's going to carry over. Obviously, that negative emotion is going to impact the interaction. Well, the same kind of thing happens if I go in and I'm negotiating with someone with whom I've had a bad interaction in the past. I know this person. We've had a bad interaction. That negative emotion, it's going to be triggered again. It's going to carry over, and it's going to impact the negotiation. 
And now I'm not telling you anything that you don't know right there. But here is some information that is really interesting. According to Daniel Kahneman, who some of you may know is a Nobel laureate for his work on prospect theory, uh, Daniel Kahneman says that Americans become most distressed either when commuting or talking to their bosses. Now, I want you to think for a second. Before you do most of your negotiations for your organization that is your work, what are some of the things that you do? Probably talk to your boss, then get in the car and commute to where you're going to negotiate. Now, I know that we've been on this Zoom thing for a while, but the Zoom thing's going to go away. We're going to get back to negotiating face-to-face because there are huge benefits to it. If not, go back in this podcast. If you, if, if you have some doubts about that, you only have to go back a couple of episodes to the one that's called Face-to-Face Negotiation is Better to get the information that face-to-face negotiation is actually better. So because we are going to go back to -to face-to-face negotiations, because there is a huge benefit to it, we have to know that we're going to be back to interacting with bosses and commuting, which cause us some emotional strain. If we're unaware of this, we take those emotional triggers into the negotiation with us. And when we take those emotional triggers into the negotiation with us, they impact our processing. They impact the way that we interact. They impact the the way that we think about the interaction. They impact the way that we think about the process. They impact the way that we think about the outcome. And all of this is a negative. And so what I just did is point out all the problems. And you're thinking, great. Now I know. Now I know that my boss stresses me out. Now I know that my boss triggers some emotional content. Now I know that driving to negotiate actually negatively impacts my outcome. Great. What do I do? Well, here's what you need to do. You need to recognize these incidental emotions. That's what they're called, incidental emotions. You need to recognize the incidental emotions. Identify the triggers. Think about the things that are triggering negative emotions for you. Awareness of these triggers really helps us to diffuse those triggers. Interesting study um, out of the University of Michigan in which the researchers asked people, either on a sunny day or on a rainy day, about how their life satisfaction measured up. Those whom were asked on the sunny day 
reported higher life satisfaction than those who were asked on the rainy day. Until the researchers did one thing. When the researchers first asked, how's your weather? Before they asked the life satisfaction questions, awareness of the rainy weather diffused the negative effect. Awareness of the negative allowed those in the rainy condition to report similar life satisfaction to those in the sunny condition. All you need to do is be aware. All you need to do is to acknowledge Acknowledge the incidental emotional content. Acknowledge that there is some emotional spillover from the interaction with your boss, from the commute, from nearly being hit on the highway, from a bad interaction with customer service, from whatever it might be, from a bad interaction with the person with whom you're negotiating again. Acknowledge it. Be aware of it. And that can help us diffuse it. Most of the time, we want to bury that emotion. And there are even researchers. Stuart Diamond comes to mind. He wrote a great book called Getting More. But Stuart wants you to strip out the emotional content from your negotiations. He wants you to be dispassionate. Well, we can't do that because it's part of what makes us human. But here's what we can do. We could acknowledge, and then we can move forward, understanding that the emotion is going to impact us, but if we acknowledge it, we can move forward in a positive way and not let it negatively impact us. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at meyernegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.